Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
מתלבט למחר את זה, כולם יודעים. בלילות ובימים לזרום עם החיים, להתחדש מבפנים, כשהכל סביב פורח. with Itzik Dadya and Ten Chiyuch. Before that, Shalshelis Jr. had Yafia Fisa, Comeback done by the Moshav Band, Aspak Laria and Od Yishama. Itchani, that was Avremo, Aryeh Kunstler's Michamocha, Lemelech done by Ohad in that great live performance with uh, the Adidim Choir and the uh, Aaron Tanabam Orchestra. And Regesh, Modani opening things up and we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this 21st of December, day 21 in the month of Kislev. We are getting ever so closer and closer to the great holiday of Hanukkah, which begins on Saturday night. 31 degrees, 61% humidity, winds west at 6, partly cloudy, a high 45. Yerushalayim right now at 51. We're at 31 in New York. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on this uh, Wednesday JM in the AM. My name is Nahum Siegel. Tell everybody you know how amazing this radio program is. That's your job. <laughs> That's your assignment. want to thank those who comment on our app. 
Uh, earlier, uh, listener Arnie wanted to know about the song we played during Bonus JM. That was Rami Kleinstein and uh, Matanot Ktanot. Listener Yona wants uh, Nissim Black's brand new song. I don't know if we have it, but if we get a hold of it, we'll certainly uh, evaluate it and toss it onto our playlist, I would assume. Listener Jay, as I said earlier, on his way to East Orange Municipal Court uh, in New Jersey. And I thank him for tuning in. Thanks for listening in from around the world. We love your comments on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for iPhone and Android. And you can comment away uh, on the home screen. You'll see exactly what I mean when you uh, install the app, which takes about 15 seconds uh, on your phone. Well, today is Chevron Day. No denying that. Uh, the Chevron Fund is um, in a situation where they need emergency funds, and they're in a situation where every single dollar they raise today is multiplied by four. So you give a dollar, and you've given four dollars. Go to hebronfund.org for the information, H-E-B-R-O-N, fund.org for all the information, and we encourage everybody to give at some point before 2 p.m. Eastern time. That's when the uh, campaign ends, and we'll, of course, you know, go through the details later on. We'll check in with some of the people in Hebron in the 8 o'clock hour. And we'll tell you exactly how this whole thing works. Don't forget, Naomi Nachman conducted an amazing Chopped program, a, a Chopped competition this past Monday night in the uh, Gourmet Glot in Cedarhurst. And Friday morning, right after JM and the AM, we'll have that up on the website at NahumSiegel.com. Plus, of course, you can hear it during Table for Two at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. That's coming up on a Friday. A reminder that our friends at Traveler's Choice, they bring you our Wednesday music mix throughout the entire Wednesday afternoon. Thank you to Traveler's Choice, Yossi Devora, and their entire staff in New York City doing everything in their power to um, service their clients and make travel as easy an experience as possible. So thank you to Traveler's Choice, always helping us and always um, bringing you the Wednesday music mix, which uh, dominates our afternoon of programming here at uh, NahumSiegel.com, the NahumSiegel Network, and of course after JM in the AM. All right, right now we're in a JM in the AM Wednesday, and I thank everybody for tuning in. Lots to talk about. We will get into the uh, Torah at City Field event later on. Mike Bain is scheduled to uh, join us here uh, on the program, so we will do that uh, coming up. And uh, like I always uh, say, plenty more. We've got um, we've got our usual Wednesday schedule, including Avrami's live lunch which will be between uh, 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 11 a.m. until uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So Avrami's going to be hosting uh, uh, that program. Before that, Bite Size, Yoni Pollock will feature Joanna Shepson, an interview with Mandy Broder of the workshop in Gush Etzion, and Tova Knecht, an interview with Ashley Perry of Reconnector. Hope I have that uh, pronounced properly. So that's what's going to be happening right after um, uh, right after uh, JM and the AM this morning. Bite size, Yoni Pollock. He will present uh, those interviews in the uh, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. slot, and uh, you get an opportunity for uh, to hear both Joanna Shepson and Tova Connect from Israel conduct those interviews and bring special guests to our airwaves right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Plenty more coming up. Twenty-four minutes before seven o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Here's more from Avram Fried. <laughs>
day I lost my way I didn't know Right, left, straight ahead or turn around Suddenly a voice spoke to me It was music to my ears It opened my eyes and calmed me down It was the sweetest word I heard The voice said to me
Untie my rope.
just one. But together we're number one. One, just one. But together we're number one. One, just one. But together we're number one. One, just one. But together we're number one. I say Jenny, you say Bob. We say Jenny, bitty bim bum bum. I say Jenny, you say Bob. We say Jenny, bitty bim bum bum. Jenny, bitty 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 bum bum.
Shapiro. Before that, Yerachmiel begun in the Miami Boys Choir with Lebedik. You heard David Melech Yisrael, a great version from Diaspora. Eighth Day had Shiri Bim. Yeah, some Eighth Day fans on our app today, so that's for them. Benji was a soldier from I Remember That from Suki and Ding. And Avram Avram Freed with Recalculate off of Bring the House Down. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listened to sponsored digital radio. Exclusively around the world, the NahumSiegel.com, the NSN, NahumSiegel Network, and of course, the NahumSiegel Network app. Search for it on uh, iPhone and Android and get that app into your phone ASAP. Just like Paseg Harry. Paseg Harry has announced on our app, good morning, it's my first morning using the app. Thanks, it's not bad. (laughs) That's a nice compliment. Thank you, Harry. You'll see it'll get even better and better and better. And Radio King is out there enjoying Arye Kutzler and all the great music that we are playing on this Wednesday morning. And I thank him for that as well, or her, whoever Radio King may be. A um, a big day for our holy city of Hebron. Hebronfund.org has all the information regarding the 24-hour campaign. We'll have all the information coming up as well. And tell, I will let you know how you can help. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday is next. Boker Toe from Jam and the Amp.
גלי צהל השעה שתיים, כאן רני אבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. ועדת הכנסת תדון בשעה זו בהסרת החסינות של חבר הכנסת באסל גטאס מהרשימה המשותפת. גטאס הודיע כי יחרים את הדיון בטענה כי תוצאותיו ידועות מראש. כתבנו מיכאל שמש. במכתב ששלח ליושב ראש ועדת הכנסת וליועץ המשפטי לכנסת כתב חבר הכנסת גטאס כי לאור התנהלות רשויות אכיפת החוק ולאור העובדה שהדיון שהתקיים היום אינו אלא דיון פוליטי שתוצאותיו ידועות מראש, אין בכוונתו להתייצב לדיון וגם לא לוותר על החסינות. ראש הממשלה נתניהו תוקף את בעלי ידיעות אחרונות נוני מוזס על הפרסום הבוקר של דבריו בשיחה עם תושבי עמונה, כתבתנו אילן שחר. בדף הפייסבוק שלו כותב נתניהו בעולמו של נוני מוזס אזרח ישראלי שנפגע בפיגוע בברלין ואשתו נעדרת, או שגריר רוסיה שנרצח בפיגוע באנקרה פחות חשובים. מה שבאמת חשוב לנוני מוזס זה להמשיך להכפיש ולתקוף את ראש הממשלה. על פי הפרסום הבוקר בידיעות אחרונות, נתניהו אמר לאנשי עמונה אני מבין מה זה לאבד בית. אחרי בחירות 99 סולקנו מהמעון הרשמי ונאלצנו לעבור למלון שרתון פלאזה. הותר לפרסום כי תהילה נגר, בת 31 מקיבוץ גינוסר, היא האישה שנרצחה אתמול סמוך למושבה מגדל. כתבנו קובי מנדל מוסר כי חלה התפתחות בחקירת הרצח וצו איסור פרסום הוטל על פרטי החקירה. הפיגוע בברלין. הותר לפרסם כי דליה אליקים היא הישראלית שנעדרת יותר מיממה וחצי. בעלה רמי שנפצע בפיגוע עדיין מורדם ומונשם, כתבתנו שירה נאות. על פי דיווחים בגרמניה במשאית הפוגעת נמצאו מסמכים השייכים לצעיר בן 24, יליד תוניס, שעל פי החשד הוא המחבל שדרס ורצח 12 בני אדם. ההנחה כעת היא שאותו מחבל נפצע במהלך הפיגוע, והחיפוש אחריו מתנהל גם בבתי חולים. במקביל נמשכים החיפושים אחר דליה אליקים, הישראלית הנעדרת מזה יותר מיממה וחצי. בעלה רמי שנפצע קשה בפיגוע, מאושפז ומצבו יציב. בית המשפט העריך את מעצרו של אלון קסטיאל לחשוד באונס ועבירות מין רבות בחמישה ימים. כתבנו איתמר קציר מוסר כי השופטת קבעה בדיון כי החשד נגד קסטיאל התחזק ומתבסס על עדויות חדשות. הכנסת תצביע היום על תקציב המדינה. יושב ראש ועדת הכספים משה גפני מיהדות התורה תוקף את הקיצוץ הרוחבי בתקציב. הוא שוחח עם גלית אדשטיין. יש לנו פערים גדולים בין העשירים לעניים. והיעד של הממשלה והיעד של הכנסת זה לצמצם את הפערים האלה, ולכן אסור שיהיה קיצוץ, ולכן אנחנו נצטרך כולנו להירתם לעניין ולפתור את הבעיה. מזג האוויר ממשיך להיות קר מהרגיל, הערב ייתכן גשם מקומי קל בצפון. אלה החדשות שעורך ניתאי ענבי.
Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM. Leepa, of course, with Oev Shalom. You heard Rock Who done by uh, Ari Goldwag. Call Yisrael is Baruch Levine to open up the 7 o'clock hour. Quarter after 7. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Hour number 2 
of a JM in the AM Wednesday. On a big Wednesday for us, every Wednesday is big, but today is Hebron Day, which means we'll check in with some of our friends from the holy city of Hebron, and you have a chance to uh, make your contribution worth four times what it normally is worth, because every dollar is being matched to the point that every dollar collected by the Hebron Fund today equals four dollars. It goes until 2 p.m. Eastern time, so they're in the home stretch already, and we'll check in later on with what's happening. It is uh, hebronfund.org, hebron, H-E-B-R-O-N, fund.org, uh, to help the city of Hebron with all of their projects, development, security vehicles, etc., etc., everything that's needed in the holy city. Hey, I want to wish a mazel tov to Mr. and Mrs. Mayor Kruder, brand new baby boy yesterday, Mr. and Mrs. Mayor Kruder, that's right. Cruder Photography, brand new baby boy yesterday. Uh, we wish Mazal Tov to the Cruder family from all of us here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Last time we saw Mayor Cruder was Monday at the Manischewitz Show. He was with us uh, out at Hafter to take some great photographs. And before that, you'll recall that uh, the brilliant photographs from Venice were done by Mayor Cruder. And already I noticed that some of our JM and the AM listeners are inquiring about using Mayor Kruder for their event, and that is a very, very good idea. Uh, today is Wednesday, which means our uh, Wednesday afternoon music mix is brought to you by our friends at Traveler's Choice, Yossi and Devorah and their entire staff, always doing whatever is necessary to service their clients, including us, Traveler's Choice in New York City. You want to check them out, whether you're traveling now at the end of the year or, I don't know, January vacation or Purim Pesach or heading Pesach to Israel or Florida or anywhere else in this country. Uh, you want to check out our friends at Traveler's Choice, and we thank them for their dedicated service. More coming up. It's Wednesday with 31 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 45. We're in our New York City studios at JM in the AM. And um, this comes from the Yedidim Choir.
Yeah. 
Mordechai Shapiro here at the uh, Nachum Siegel Network. It's a JM in the AM Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, before that one, you heard the um, Shwebel Sharf and Levine Ma'oz tours. We get ready for Saturday night, the big holiday of Hanukkah. Yididim Choir had Hato from their volume number two here at uh, JM in the AM. I want to thank everybody who's commenting on the app. Uh, today, by the way, before we do app comments, today is the uh, Chevron Day. They're up to $175,000. I'm told they want to get to 400000 So all your help, all of our help, I should say, is needed. Go to hebronfund.org to participate in their 24-hour campaign. It ends at 2 p.m. Eastern time today. Hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. And we'll talk more about it coming up, of course, here at the JM in the AM. We speak to our friends from Hebron. A uh, couple of reminders from our app. Uh, Tamar Adina Bas Kalina Shulamis is in need of a Rafua Shlema. Tamar Adina Bas Kalina Kena Shulamis, rather. Tamar Adina Bas Kena Shulamis in need of a Rafua Shlema. We need your help with that. Thank you. A Mordechai Shapiro song. We just did that for one of our commenters who wanted one. Um, Yoli Kahana is celebrating his 35th birthday, according to listener Sam. So we say happy birthday to... Uh, Yoli Kahana from all of us here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Our tradition tells us that parents, especially a mother, are powerful role models. They influence even the youngest of children. Various precedents are established throughout our holy teachings. Rashi states that Pua is Miriam, because she would whisper to the small infants to pacify their crying. Our Chachomim explain that even a day-old infant is capable of absorbing the purity and spirituality that is murmured into his ears. The Talmud Yushalmi explains that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai praised the success of his student, Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania. He said, Happy is the one who bore him. Rabbi Doisa ben Horkinus testified that Rabbi Yeshua's mother took him in the cradle to the yeshiva. She wanted that he should constantly hear Divrei Torah. His wisdom and greatness were legendary, and it was he who intervened with the Roman government on behalf of the Jewish people. Hagon Rav Shach observes that it is the mother who inculcates the child with Yira Shamayim, fear of heaven, and the love of Torah. In a similar vein, in commenting on the Pasuk and Shira Shirim, go forth and gaze, daughters distinguished by loyalty to Hashem, upon the king adorned with the crown his mother made for him on the day of his wedding, on the day his heart was gladdened. The Marsha notes that the upbringing and the instruction of the children is essentially entrusted to the mother. That's why the Pasuk refers to Shlomo's crown as the one his mother made for him. In expounding on the mitzvah of teaching Torah to children, the Chassam Soifer calls attention to the grammar of the Pasuk. The Torah states in Devarim, Vishinantam Levonecha, you, stated in the plural, shall teach them to your children, and you shall speak of them when you sit in your home. All of this is in the singular form. This teaches us the all-important lesson 
that there are many ways of teaching children, but the most beneficial is at home, when the parent speaks to the child face to face and sets a personal example. The Chazonish composed a special prayer to be said on half of the children. I would like to quote it. May it be your will, Hashem, my God and God of my forefathers, that you have mercy upon my child. Turn his heart to love and fear your name and to work diligently at your holy Torah. Remove before him any causes that might hinder him from diligent devotion to your holy Torah. Provide him with all the causes that bring him to your Torah. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. Always amazing hearing your words every Monday through Thursday here on a JM in the AM broadcast. It's Wednesday today. Today is Chevron Day. Later on, we're going to check in with some of our uh, friends in the holy city of Chevron as they have their 24-hour campaign going until 2 p.m. Eastern time today. I'm told they're up to $175,000 in their efforts. We'll talk more about that in hour number three this morning here at JM the AM. The app is active this morning. If you want to uh, comment, as it is every morning, if you want to comment on the app, head to the Nahum Single Network app for Android uh, and iPhone, and uh, you, you'll see on the uh, home screen there's a tab that says uh, add a comment, and you can go ahead and comment away. Uh, Mr. Uh, Moshe Bain is with us uh, live via telephone. He is the incoming president of the Orthodox Union on the OU slate of the Board of Directors for 2017. He is um, listed as president and will assume that position uh, in just a couple of weeks. Uh, in addition to um, uh, discussing the uh, happenings at the OU, we'll take a few minutes to talk about the event happening on January the 15th at City Field, entitled Torah at City Field, uh, which is coming up again January the 15th. We'll have details in just a moment. Uh, Mr. Moshe Bain, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Pleasure to speak with you. I say congratulations, Mazel Tov. It must be very exciting as you embark on the presidentship of the Orthodox Union. It certainly is. The opportunities that are being afforded to me to play this role are incredible, and I very much appreciate it and very eager to get going. By the way, I, you know, today as I'm looking through the slate of the Board of Directors and, and, and really scrolling through all the names of people who are involved today, and then when you think about the... Uh, the the hundred-year history of the OU, it is uh, amazing the number and the quality of people that are involved today and the legendary names that have been involved for so many past decades. It must be heartwarming to assume this position knowing that you really have this incredible uh, history and this incredible support system in the present at the Orthodox Union. Oh, absolutely. It's, I think more than heartwarming, it's humbling and uh, big shoes to fill, and uh, I look forward to doing that. You know, when you talk about the enormous talent at the Orthodox Union it's in its various components, I, I feel sort of like a, a guy who gets to sit on the dugout in, in the Yankee Stadium with all the superstars, <laughs> and uh, as a uh, simple lawyer who gets to play with the big league guys who are running NCSY and JLIC and Yachad and, and the other divisions of the OU, it's really, really incredible opportunity for me. Well, it is. Uh, I, we love sports analogies. That's number one <laughs> over here. And number two, it's, uh, I think I said this on an earlier program, if we would in fact dedicate a chunk of time to every little aspect and every big aspect of what the OU covers, it, it might take a 24-hour marathon of programming. It's unbelievable. <laughs> 
Um, and perhaps longer. It, it is really incredible. All right, let, let's talk first about the Torah at City Field. What a unique event. Talk about you know sports and, and incorporating Torah with sports. Uh, but people who think it might be outdoors on the field, they don't have to worry. It's not like one of those outdoor concerts at City Field where you have to freeze. This is actually indoors at City Field. We've been to events indoors at City Field. They are they are wonderful. The space is incredible. It really is a beautiful atmosphere. And now you're bringing an incredible lineup again uh, to January the fifteenth to City Field to experience. Torah at City Field. Tell me how this whole event came about. I, I think it's really a, a part of an evolution of perspective of what the Orthodox Union could provide to the community. Um, you know, we all understand that Torah study is integral to being a Orthodox Jew, to being a Torah Jew. And without study, you really don't appreciate the richness and the fulfillment that that our religion has to offer. The problem is that many people don't see their role in Torah. They don't see an aspect of Torah that speaks to them in which they could be engaged in on an ongoing basis. So what we're trying to do is put together such a wide array of speakers, such a wide array of topics, that people could come and taste and see what tastes good to them and what they could build on. You know, one of the things, for example, that we did on the website, which lists all of the speakers and the topics, is that behind every speaker's name and picture is a link to shiurim that they give. And you're able to find what types of shiurim, what types of classes will speak to you that you could get engaged in, because everyone has to find their place in the study of Torah. Well, the Orthodox Union invites everybody for this amazing day where you'll hear inspirational voices uh, during an unprecedented day of Torah. There'll be sessions on Torah, Halacha, Hashkafa, Eretz Yisrael. They'll all be available during the day. Topics include Kiddush Hashem, Torah engagement, setting priorities, conversion controversies, an entire array of topics. January the 15th, beginning at 8.45 in the morning, all the way until 6.15 at City Field in Flushing. There's free parking and plenty of it. There's lunch available for purchase. Uh, there is a um, registration site at ou.org slash city. That's ou.org slash city, C-I-T-I. And if you use that website, you can register for the event and uh, participate on the 15th. What's the reaction so far? It has been incredible. I mean, there has been an outpouring of registration way beyond our expectations and the calls that we're getting and the excitement that's being generated really reflects the eagerness of the community to be learning and to find aspects of learning that they will enjoy. So it's really, really uh, exciting. And I hesitate to mention names because we wouldn't get to everybody, but the lineup really is remarkable. I mean, you're talking about a cross-section of some of the most incredible Torah giants and academics, plus people coming in from Israel as well. So you, you have all the bases covered, so to speak. <laughs> Correct. I, we love sports analogies. <laughs> but you're right, and, and that was exactly what we're trying to provide. People with an opportunity to hear speakers that they may not have had an opportunity to hear in the ordinary course living in New York and the larger tri-state area. And that's why we're bringing in speakers from Israel, speakers from Rosh Hashivas, from Silver Spring and from Miami and elsewhere, to give people an opportunity to connect and find the, the voice that speaks to them, because there are incredible voices out there, each with their own style, each with their own approach to learning, and that's what we'll have a chance to experiment and, and see. Mr. Moshe Bain is with us, incoming president of the OU. Uh, the, uh, I mean, some of it uh, may have come out already in this conversation, because it does seem like you have an incredible dedication to adult education and to the uh, you know, to the uh, desire uh, to make sure that everyone has access to Torah and, and at least tries it out so they'll see how much it can be incorporated into their own lives in terms of Torah education. Are, are there other major challenges in the Orthodox community that you walk into this position uh, envisioning and you know, trying to tackle? 
not challenges. I think there are major opportunities. I think people are looking for inspiration, and people looking are looking to grow in their in their religion and their spirituality. And I think the Orthodox Union is a unique place in the spectrum of Orthodoxy to provide and to explore opportunities for people to do that. And I think what we intend to continue to undertake is to identify different vehicles for people to grow, whether it's in learning or in prayer or in chesed, etc., or in kirov. I mean, there's so many ways of expressing our commitment to Yiddishkeit and our growth. The Orthodox Union, because of its wide spectrum, as you mentioned earlier, yeah. of activities and the communities that it is involved with, really is able to try to experiment, identify programs and styles and, and, and devices that people could use to inspire themselves and get more involved in their spiritual growth. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the, um, uh, the, the organization has done what you just described, uh, really for young and old. You know, for those of us who've benefited from the summer programs for our kids, and you mentioned JLIC, and we know what's going on on the college campuses around the country, and obviously so many other things at the OU that have, that are targeted for adults and, and, uh, middle aged and then older people. I mean, it seems like they continue to grow every single area of our community as best as possible. And, uh, one of the challenges might be, you know, what hasn't the OU covered to this point? And how do, you know, they're doing so many things so well. You know, how do we improve on things that need to be improved? And, uh, it, it must be, uh, it must, that, that in itself must be a, a challenge as you walk into this position. Well, not really. We, we all know that the, the array of, of Torah is vast and way beyond our, our grasp, so we'll never cover it all. The, the needs of people, whether they be the disabled, whether they be the impoverished, whether they be those who have different kinds of handicaps, psychological or physical, they're all out there and need to be continually addressed. And, you know, one of the interesting things about our experience is that times evolve and technology evolves, and therefore opportunities are approaching us that were never available before, using technology, using the media, as you do so well, <laughs> that we could identify avenues that weren't even able to be contemplated 10, 20, 30 years ago. So this is always going to be exciting. There's always going to be new opportunities to identify techniques and approaches that the community will benefit from. Yeah, no question about it. That's true. There's a lot of work to be done, and... Uh and uh, many things that are needed in our community. Well, come here, some of the Torah world's greatest speakers, everybody. They are calling it Torah in the City Indoors at City Field. January the 15th. You can register now by going to ou.org slash city, ou.org slash city, C-I-T-I. The list of speakers, and as uh, Maish Bain mentioned, uh, links to their uh, shiurim, uh, to samples of this shiurim, are uh, available online at ou.org slash city, and uh, this is turning out to be already a very successful event numbers-wise, and no doubt it will be an incredible event on January the 15th. Uh, Mr. Meish Bain, congratulations. Uh, good luck on this uh, amazing uh, um, uh, appointment, I guess, election, we would say, and uh, as president of the OU, incoming president, and uh, we'll see you on January the 15th. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing event for the Jewish community. Thank you, Nachum, and keep up your great contribution to the community. Much appreciated. There he is, Mr. Meish Bain. He takes over as OU president in January next month, and January the 15th, a unique event happening at City Field in uh, Queens, New York, uh, with all those topics, all those sessions, and all those incredible educators, uh, rabbis and academics from around the world who are going to be participating uh, in that uh, OU program. So it's time for Torah at City Field, everybody. Make sure you register and do so today at OU.org slash city, OU.org slash city. More coming up on a uh, 
Wednesday morning here at JM in the AM as we continue. I thank you so much for tuning in. It's Hebron Day. We'll explore what's happening in the holy city of Hebron coming up and do much, much more if you keep it here at JM in the AM.
fight a battle On the news we are the stars As history repeats itself And makes us who we are Hate is all around us But we'll be here to sing
Eitan Katz with the Elul Nigun. Before that, Yaakov Shweki's We Are a Miracle. You heard Mordechai and David S. Achai here at JMNAM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio exclusively around the world at NachumSiegel.com. On the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, the NSN app. Search NachumSiegel Network in your app store for Android and iPhone. Well, today, as we've designated it, it's Chevron Day. That's right. Uh, today, there's a major campaign which we'll explain in a moment, and um, if not for anything else, I'm happy that uh, Chevron Day gives me an opportunity to reunite with some wonderful friends, including Yishai Fleischer, who we haven't spoken to in months. He's international spokesman, of course, for the Jewish community of Chevron, <coughs> excuse me, and he can tell us more about this uh, Chevron Fund charity campaign, which goes until 2 o'clock Eastern time today. Yishai Fleischer, shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Everything is wonderful. Great to speak with you. Um, Good to speak with you. We have an opportunity to find out the latest and greatest in the holy city of Hebron. First, just remind everybody, I know we're almost halfway there, remind everybody how they can go ahead and participate in this special Hebron day where $1 turns into $4. Yep, you just go to Hebron Fund, HebronFund.org. Now I'll click right through to the charity campaign, which is charity with a D, charity.com forward slash Hebron Fund, H-E-B-R-O-N-F-U-N-D. So, uh, you know, you can either get it through our Hebron Fund page or the charity campaign, which is going live. All right. Um, Yishai, there's so many wonderful things happening in Hebron all the time. I know that specifically the money that's being raised today is uh, being utilized for uh, special projects and for emergency vehicles. Explain the importance to our audience around the world of the emergency vehicles and the special equipment that's needed in the holy city of Hebron. Look, Nachum, we're, we're, we're moving ahead with the project of uh, making Jewish people feel normal and good in Hebron. And uh, sadly, we have also some external enemies who want to stop us from moving in uh, and, and kind of setting up, coming back to the uh, living room of mom and dad, which is uh, the Ma'at HaMachpelah, which is our, the founding fathers and mothers of our peoplehood. And in order to uh, counteract those threats and challenges, we need emergency services vehicles that are bulletproof, that could get any injured people out if necessary, and make sure that, that uh, we, we can get into places that we need to get into, even if they're under fire, and really uh, rescue and protect people. And we have other projects, which are parks uh, for children and for soldiers, uh, and beautification projects, many beautification projects for Marata Machpelah, for the Tomb of the, the Fathers and Mothers, uh, and to normalize life there. You know, uh, the, the Jewish community of Hebron is a small community. Uh, next door we have a bigger community of Kiryat Arba. Altogether about 10,000 Jews live in a block of about 200,000 Arabs. Uh, but what's important for all of uh, us 
around the world, all of your listeners certainly, is that we are all beneficiaries of uh, the people that live uh, in Hebron because they keep it open for the rest of us. Uh, it's the number five most visited tourist destination uh, in the land of Israel. We have we have five, six, seven hundred thousand people come every single year, and the only thing that ensures it is is the Jewish community that stays put, that stays strong, and it has to be able to defend itself. Certainly, we have the army around us and all that, but sometimes we end up uh, protecting the army. It's it's you know Jewish guts, Jewish strength, Jewish courage and bravery. And your listeners can help us stay strong out there and then come visit themselves and be part of the story themselves. So really, in a sense, that money comes right back to anybody who gives anything because, in the end, we all want Hebron to be protected. We want Jewish history to be defended. And we want access. We want access to our mothers and fathers. If we don't have that access, then all of us suffer. Yishai Fleischer is with us live via telephone. We're talking about Hebron Day. Today you have an opportunity to participate in the Hebron Fund uh, 24-hour campaign, which ends in just a few hours, under six hours from now, you can go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. And yes, as Yishai pointed out, everybody in this audience, not everybody, but certainly the majority of this audience knows how important it is to support Hebron. Now we just have to motivate everybody to do so today and make this a very, very successful campaign. And it's interesting, you, you talk about the, the situation in Hebron. Um, you know, people love to emphasize uh, you know, times that, that, that supposedly our people want to stay away from Hebron and dangerous times, etc. And then at the very same time, all we hear about is 30,000 people, uh, you know, visiting on Shabbat Chaye Sarah and the fifth most visited tourist attraction in all of Israel, as you just pointed out, and constant visits on a daily basis. And today's Wednesday. It's a big tour day. Constant visits on a daily basis. Uh, from our people of Israel, the United States, and other areas to Hebron. It's amazing, Yishai, as as much as the media and as the enemy wants people to think that people avoid Hebron, all we know is that our people continue to gravitate to Hebron. Uh, Our people, and also tomorrow I'm touring a Knesset member together with uh, parliamentarians from Australia. This happens on a weekly basis. The whole world wants to come and see the founding fathers and mothers of the Jewish people. This is our, this is our foundational, you know how the Constitution is under glass in Washington? You know, this is our Constitution. This is what, what starts our whole peoplehood. Everybody looks towards this thing. We, we have a whole Torah book called the Book of Genesis, Bereshit, that is all about the stories of these people. And their tombs are right there. And you come there, you connect there. You can come there on a religious level or a nationalistic level. I always say it's not just theological, it's genealogical. Chevron, it's, 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 uh, uh, you know, it's, it's the first step. It's, it's ground zero for, for Jewish identity. And when our identity is being threatened, you come back to Chevron and you reconnect and, and you, you re-energize from that, from the source of Jewish identity. And we need your help right now. We need people's help right now. You know, we, we, we just, it's such an opportunity to give one dollar and we get four. It's such an amazing thing, this whole charity campaign. It really works, you know, on people's minds because they really say to themselves, if I wanted to give here, especially at the end of the year, I know that the stock market is up. I know people are excited. Give one dollar we get four everybody's happy and and this is a great opportunity and you're not giving to me Ishai Fleischer and you're not even giving to the Jewish community of Hebron you're giving to Avram Avinu you're giving to Sari Men you're giving to the founding fathers of our uh, and mothers of of our whole peoplehood they need your help mom and dad are saying we need your help so I, I just I just feel like this is a great opportunity. I know that when a person will give that dollar or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, they're just going to feel good. I've had a lot of people who who have given in the last few hours just called me. They just they they're thanking me. 
because there's such a feeling in their heart, wow, I finished off the, the secular year by, you know, giving, gi- giving part of what God has given me uh, back to, to Hebron, to God's beloved people, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And I, I, think, I think it's a great opportunity. And as I look at the, uh, as I look at the site, I see some, of, uh, some names very familiar to us here. Our listeners are already participating, and I'm very proud of that. You can go to the page, everybody, charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash Hebron Fund, or, of course, we go to the Hebron Fund website it'll be the first thing you see you just click through and you're there 176,000 is where they're at right now they're trying to get to 400,000 by 2 p.m eastern time they're at 176,000 and you shy one more point and it's so it's so vital to reiterate uh, it's something you mentioned earlier um there are people uh, you know when we mention emergency vehicles and things like that it speaks to them and there are people in this audience who want to support for that reason for protection and for security etc etc but there's so many other people in our audience who want to see growth, I want to see parks, I want to see recreational facilities, I want to see schools and camps and everything else that you have, all the uh, different uh, programs you have in Chevron, you know, benefit from the beautification and the expansion of those types of things in the holy city of Chevron. Uh, you are one who always sees the positive when you walk around the holy city of Chevron. Uh, just, just tell our audience one more time how valuable these funds are in making that growth happen in making sure that our soldiers and children have what they need to live a normal life. Absolutely. It, it's, to, to, to have a Chevron that's, that's aesthetic, that's beautiful, that's safe, that has, that has more places to, 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 to live and to thrive and to grow, and more uh, tours that come in. You know, uh, I'm, I'm bringing in constantly tours of, of Israeli campuses so that they can learn the story. I'm making movies. Uh, we're building observatories so people can understand the truth of Hebron. We're, and, and the most important thing, I think, is, is giving children opportunity to actually live normally. I remember that during this last year when there was the whole stabbing attack period, I remember last winter I drove to Marat Machpelah and I saw Jewish children throwing snowballs at one another <laughs> right next to Marat Machpelah and, and to the tomb of the fathers and mothers. I thought to myself, "This is well, this is Yiddish Nachas, where that the forefathers and mothers can see Jewish children throwing snowballs at one another right outside, just as though we're like next to you know grandma's and grandpa's living room and just throwing outside you know these snowballs and, and, and feeling so safe and carefree. That is success. Normalization is success. Protection is success." We we can make Chevron thrive today, and and you could be part of it. You know, I saw the number of people that that have donated, and I thought to myself, my God, we're all the children of uh, of Abraham and, and Sarah. We should all be jumping at this. Even if I give eighteen dollars, but at least I said I gave I gave to Chevron, I gave to to the Maratha Machpelah, I gave to Abraham and Sarah. Like I was part of it. I think that really every listener just to just to at least feel that you know the, the, they're the kind of people. Are you the kind of person? That's, that says, yes, I will, I'm part of this growth, I'm part of the story. And I also think that when we're across the Atlantic, we have to take every advantage we get to really be part of the story. It's so easy for us to feel like a divided people, as though our camp is split. We've got to take every opportunity to drink the wine of the land of Israel, uh, uh, to, to go on a trip to Israel, and in this case, donate to Hebron and be... And be somehow connected. The word Hebron itself is the word connection. So I think this is an opportunity for everybody to connect. Yishai Fleischer, international spokesman of Hebron. Tadarabai Yishai will remind everybody as the day continues to give and give generously. Thank you so much. Nachum, you're the ultimate in connecting the Jewish people to the land of Israel. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. More coming up. It's Hebron Day right now at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. There we go. J.M. in the A.M. on this Chevron Day. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, as we play the music of Chevron, and as we encourage everybody to give to the 24-hour charity campaign of Chevron, and you can go to hebronfund.org right now, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org right now. We have the one and only Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, Director of Tourism. He is a resident of Chevron. He is one of the people that really helps us get into the spirit and spirituality of Hebron. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. A pleasure to be back and pleasure to hear your voice. I appreciate that. Tell us how the holy city of Hebron increases one's spirituality. First of all, you know, I just finished the tour of Hebron, and we had people from Arizona, from Australia, from Kansas City, Many different backgrounds, and sometimes with no educational background. Anyone who's looking for connection to the Jewish roots, Chevron is the headquarters of connecting to those roots, connecting to the Jewish neshama, to the Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, Sarah, Rebecca, and Leah, which in each and every one of us. And anyone and anyone who comes to Chevron automatically feels a spiritual uplifting and a connection to the one, the only one. It is amazing, and it's an incredible experience being there. And as much as uh, as much as many people try to convince us that people don't want to go to Hebron, all you could tell us is how many more and more and more people love to visit Hebron, whether it be for a day or. It's interesting, you know. You always You always have the two sides, and whatever there's holiness, unfortunately, there also has to be obstacles. And there are those that do whatever they can to make sure they don't come to Hebron. But there's such a strong voice of people who do want to come and such a hunger and effort for people to experience, not just watch Jewish history, but help and to see and to experience those who are making Jewish history and those who are on the front line protecting our common ancestry of, of the Avot, the Mimot, the Patriarchs, and the Matriarchs. We just had this year Shabbat Chai Sarah. It's like the days of glory, Nachum, when you would come, 25,000 people, people camping out, People sleeping in tents, people sleeping in cars, all throughout Kiridaba, all the way up to Hasina, people walking and wanting to spend Shabbat and live with a portion of the week and to be able to experience Avram's purchase of the Maratha Machpelah. It is amazing. It's an incredible experience. You're director of tourism, Rabbi Simcha Hachbam. I mean, based on what you're saying, it sounds like tourism is strong, but is it in fact strong? Are you seeing plenty of people every single week? So the truth is that last year we had a very big uh, downfall with the tourism. Unfortunately, Terra was raining freely here in Chevron, 40 stabbings in a very short amount of time in just a few months between Terra Meida and the Maratha Machpelah. And a lot of people and a lot of schools and a lot of Americans who normally would visit us during the intercession week or the vacation time canceled their trips to Israel in general and specifically to Chevron. But thank God, the Jewish people always come right back. And despite all the pain and the difficulties and the hardships of last year, this year things are getting back to, getting back to normal. And even last year when people weren't coming, the quality of people that came and the people that did choose to come and that special connection and the real Amiasa people who did rough it and come through thick and thin, they're the ones who give us the strength. As much as I always say that American Jewry needs the Jews of Hebron. We also need the Jews of America to stand with us and to visit us and to be there to give us the chizik and the strength. There's five and a half hours left for this very special 24-hour campaign. Five and a half hours left. You can go to charity.com slash Hebron Fund. You can go to hebronfund.org. They are at uh, 179, about to hit 
$179,000. The goal, of course, is 400000 until 2 p.m. Eastern Time today. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, explain to our audience, speak directly to their heart, why it's so important to support Hebron financially during this campaign. Now, we read Shabbat that Yaakov Avinu, after being separated from the Holy Land 20 years, the verse tells us, He came back to the Holy Land, Shalem, whole and complete. And the rabbis explained to us he came complete in his body, complete in his money, and complete in his spirituality in his Torah. And that's what really this campaign is, is to enable the people of Hebron to be Shalem, to be whole in all the needs of security, and all their spiritual needs, and all the financial needs, and the needs for their children. I think everyone has to realize that if we weren't here today, I don't know how many of us would be diving at the Marta Machpelah, and wouldn't be diving at the tombs of the patriarchs and matriarchs. The access that over 700,000 people a year have to this holy site is because of the heroes who are on the front line. And to this campaign is especially addressing all three aspects of the security whether it's special ambulances and special security vehicles that need to be refurbished, whether it is playgrounds for the children, exercise and special equipment for the teenagers who can't now just play in little playgrounds with slides and need a little bit more sophisticated equipment to exercise, and whether it's supporting the called Torah, the voice of Torah, and feeling that emanates out of the Marta Machpela every single day from 4.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Today is especially these times in Nature Zone, a special times of grace, where a little bit America is between presidents, and we know the coming, coming president is so much more favorable, and is in the cabinet is so much more favorable to the Jews of Hebron. This is the time now to act, to strengthen, where we could build, where we could carry out these projects, and to be able to really give that injection of life monetarily and physically and spiritually to the Jews of Hebron. So we hope that everyone will really open not only their hearts, but also their pockets, and to strengthen us. We're still 50% away from our goal, and the people of Hebron need you guys in a very big way. And please, God, before Hanukkah, let's have the miracle of Hebron continue to burn. The Maccabim of today are the people of Hebron. Rabbi Mianmat in many of the hands of a few who are fighting to keep that pureness and that authenticity of the Jewish people and the land of Israel. And please, God, support the modern-day Maccabim today and strengthen Hebron. Connect, protect, and grow Hebron now. They are approaching 179,000, 44% of the goal so far. Just five and a half hours are left. Everybody out there in our audience can help make this a very successful campaign. Go to charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com slash Hebron Fund. Again, that's C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com slash Hebron Fund. Or go to the Hebron uh, website at hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, and you'll click straight through to the charity campaign. The goal, of course, is to get to $400,000 by 2 p.m. Eastern Time today. So everyone, please participate to whatever degree you can to make this a success. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum is with us. Rabbi Hachbaum, I know that... Uh, uh, you still do a tremendous amount of teaching in and outside of Hebron, and you meet up with a lot of students uh, who are from the United States of America, and their parents, of course, many of them are listening right now. I can, uh, I, I, I assume you've, uh, uh, you've had an opportunity to get to know them already over the last few months, and I'm sure that they are getting the message of Hebron uh, and the message of the spirituality of Hebron from you on a regular basis. I, I hope that our students that are there are doing well in Israel this year. 
Hashem, the kids are on fire, learning away. And so many schools and seminaries have come this year, which they couldn't do last year, to visit Hebron. And me and my wife have had the privilege to host so many yeshiva boys and seminary students. And I hope also the parents that are listening could also reciprocate to the community that's always open and there for their children to have the best Shabbos of their life and to a little bit show the Hakarata Tov and the gratitude to the people and the community of Chavon. It is amazing. Rabbi Hachbaum, God bless you. You're amazing. Be well. Kol Tov. And we hope to see you soon in Chavron. Thank you, Nacham. Chazak Zemat and all your holy work. Shar- the, the, real, the voice of Israel from the other side of the ocean. And Bezat Hashem, we should continue to spread the love. Ta'er Eretz Nechvadecha. To let Eretz Nechvadecha shine forth with God's glory. So thank you for your partnership. Appreciate that very much. Charity.com slash Hebron Fund. They are now approaching 200000 It would be amazing if during this hour when we're on, we're able to propel them over the 50% mark. They are approaching 200000 in the $400,000 campaign. Go to Charity.com slash Hebron Fund, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash Hebron Fund, or just go to the Hebron website at HebronFund.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-N Fund. Org. Plenty more during a very special Chevron Day on a Wednesday pre-Chanukah at JM in the AM. Sachtu, ihr Schwebron, Kiruach, Achere, Kiruach, Achere.
It's Avram Freed, of course. Well, we're calling uh, Yom Chevron. We're calling it a special Chevron day here at JM in the AM as we continue to uh, watch more and more of um, our listeners and generous people around the world contribute to the Chevron Fund. Now, they are, I mean, I, if my goal was to get them over 50%, we are so close. They are at 199,996 right now. That is what they are up to. Uh, so, and, and probably, the, yeah, the next donation, obviously, is going to get them over 200,000 halfway there. Five and a half hours left. Go to charity.com slash Hebron Fund, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash Hebron Fund. And, of course, uh, HebronFund.org for information. HebronFund.org also gets you a click-through straight to the campaign. It ends at 2 o'clock Eastern time today. And uh, we want to uh, utilize, oh, there we are, over 200,000. There we hit it. We're at 50% right now, and uh, five and a half hours are left. Yoni Bleichbart is with us live via telephone. He is the chief security officer in the holy city of Hebron. Yoni Boker Tov, thanks for joining us at JM in the AM. Boker Tov, Nachum, and Boker Tov to all of our chaverim well, have, all around. I have good news that we could report live while we're on the show, and that is that we're over the 50% mark, over $200,000, thank God. Wow, that's amazing. That is Simply amazing. Now um, we've spoken, uh, you know, to our guests so far this morning, and uh, many people out there do get the uh, spiritual connection to Chevron. Of course, most of us understand how important it is to increase the infrastructure and make the parks and playgrounds and all the different projects that are done for families and soldiers as successful as possible. But you could really speak to the security needs in this situation. I mean, if, if I were to ask you about the security situation now in Chevron and what the needs are of the community in that area, what would you tell us? First of all, uh, Hebron is safer than ever. We have experienced a very, very tough year last year, but thank God uh, there was a change. And, uh, and uh, you know, you don't need uh, more than uh, just seeing the numbers of people that came in on uh, Sukkot and Chayi Sarah to understand that people are coming back. People are expressing their support, whether it's financially, whether it's uh, their love uh, towards Hebron. Where you know, as a matter of fact, we're celebrating uh, this week the first anniversary of our uh, uh, great uh, Hanukkah miracle. Last year, a terrorist tried to penetrate uh, to Beit Hadassah. Oh boy! Uh, started stabbing soldiers, and thank God, because of uh, one of our first responders, uh, that uh, risked his life and uh, killed the terrorist. He prevented a very big massacre, and uh, that. That first responder got his training, got his, uh, got you know, got everything from uh, from you, from all of the friends around that enabled him uh, to go on uh, these special trainings and uh, uh, get uh, special classes. That's what it's all about. It is amazing. It is amazing that people around the world come forward and are ready to support the efforts. Uh, we, we keep talking about the uh, emergency vehicle that's needed, you know, that's, that's, I guess, the next piece of equipment and all the different things that you and your personnel have in Chevron. I mean, could you describe what type of vehicle this is and what type of money it costs to go ahead and purchase it? Yes, yes. Uh, first of all, it's, it's, it's an ambulance, and it's an all-purpose all, all, all uh, vehicle, meaning it could, uh, it could in, one, in one hand, transfer uh, first responders and soldiers uh, in a bulletproof car, and on the other hand, it could take kindergarten teachers when uh, there's a, a terror threat, and we want we want them uh, to go around uh, 
and not uh, get shot at. Uh, the vehicle has been used. It's already uh, 12 years old, almost bar mitzvah. <laughs> it, it, it proved himself. You know, we say, uh, <laughs> a person who protects one, one person from a, from a, a Jew uh, helps a, a whole world. Yep. And thank God we have generations of generations of children and parents thanking us because uh, we were in tough situations. We used this vehicle. Uh, it proved itself. It stopped bullets. It had uh, it has bullet holes that were fixed, thank God, and we saved lives with it. This is about saving lives, not only saving lives, but enabling uh, families to grow and uh, to live happily. Oh. That's what it's all about. It's, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't think we need to go into further details because people understand uh, the importance of an ambulance, especially when the hospital is, is, uh, is, a, is about an hour, hour, hour away and you're in a hostile territory. And even though it's now very safe, but we have to be ready. There's a saying, uh, if you want to have peace, get ready for war. So we have <laughs> to have everything ready for us. Yeah, and we uh, certainly know where that comes from. Yoni Bleichbart is Chief Security Officer in Hebron. Now, in addition to the security situation, we're asking people to go to charity.com slash Hebron Fund, charity, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash Hebron Fund, uh, to donate for the uh, infrastructure of Hebron, uh, the parks that are needed, the playgrounds that are needed, all the different projects that you see as you walk around Hebron every single day. How about a word of why that's so important to the community? Uh, we want to live like normal people, and uh, a normal community has parks. We have a, a large amount of, um, uh, amount of people coming in. They need their space as well. Soldiers, we have over... Uh, 600 soldiers stationed in Hebron. We want to give them also a quality of life. Uh, I, I know that a few of my friends have been coming in, I, and I've been showing them what an army base looks like. Sitting, uh, sleeping, 14 people sleeping in a, 14 soldiers sleeping in a, in a cramped room on bunk beds. They sleep on shifts because there's not enough space for them. So with these parks, they could go out. There, there's a, an exercise park for them. That's all about making life uh, happier, both for the, for, for the children, for the uh, soldiers. And by the way, if the children are happy, their parents are happy as well. And what more can we uh, ask for when parents, Avram Avinu, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Sarah, Rivka, also Rachel from far away, when they see their children happy, they're much more happy. That's for sure. All right, a big thank you to everybody who's uh, contributing. It is Hebron Day, the charity.com slash Hebron Fund is the website. We have uh, gotten to 202,000 and change. That's over 50%. Five and a half hours are left for everybody to make this a success with a goal of $400,000. Maybe by the end of the hour we can get them to 51, 52% and march on to that big goal. Yoni Bleichbart, kolakavod to you. Thanks so much for joining us. There is... Excuse me, there is Yoni Bleichbart, he's Director of Security, the Chief Security Officer in the Holy City of Hebron, and he and I want to make sure this is a very successful campaign. You can go to hebronfund.org right now, hebronfund.org, and click through to the charity campaign, which ends at 2 p.m. Eastern Time today, on this Hebron Day at JM in the AM.
Some of the most amazing Jewish music is the Jewish music of Hebron. Incredible. Mordechai and David, of course, with that one. It is Hebron Day. Uh, we're going to check in. Dan Rosenstein is going to join us. Rabbi Dan Rosenstein is executive director of the Hebron Fund. He is going to join us to wrap up this hour in a few minutes from now. And he could really speak to the incredible support that uh, American Jewry and World Jewry continues to pour into Hebron. The the campaign is already at 209,000. I had a goal of getting them to 51 or 52%. They're already at 52%. Uh, they're at 209,000 as that number keeps climbing. Um, they want to get by 2 p.m. They have to get by 2 p.m. Eastern time to 400,000. Every dollar is worth $4 in this campaign. So you have five hours and 15 minutes left. Get to work, everybody. Get to work telling your friends, relatives, and colleagues to give generously to Chevron through the Charity.com campaign. And um, uh, we have a couple of special Chevron uh, messages on our app uh, from Kitchen Click. Rabbi Hachbaum and his parents are our favorite people. You are the best, best regards. Yes, 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 they are incredible people. And the Ambroses say regards to Simcha from the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Oh, yes. Simcha has a great connection to the Lower East Side of Manhattan. And went from the Lower East Side to the Avram Avinu neighborhood. How do you like that? A lot of things going on here at the uh, Nahum Siegel Network and uh, JM and the AM. First of all, a big thank you to our friends at Traveler's Choice. They sponsor our Wednesday music mix, which is coming up later on. To Yassi Devora, their entire staff, we say thank you and recommend them for all your vacations and trips coming up. A reminder that uh, there's a massive mega mission going on to Israel for Yom Yerushalayim. We are part of it. Go to Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Mizrahi.org slash YY50 for Yom Yerushalayim celebrating 50 years of a reunited Jerusalem. Thousands will be coming in from around the world to this mega mission of a lifetime. Again, it's May 22nd, Yom Yerushalayim, Mizrahi.org slash YY50, Mizrahi.org. Slash YY50 for one of the most amazing experiences, joining hundreds of thousands of people celebrating Om Yerushalayim during the most incredible anniversary, 50 years. So join us for that. Again, it's Mizrahi.org slash YY50. JM in the AM, a reminder that Naomi Nachman and her Chopped program that was done Monday night at Gourmet Glot is going to be on this coming Friday starting at 9 a.m. Eastern right after JM in the AM. On the homepage at NahumSiegel.com and, of course, on all of our digital platforms on the program that we call uh, Table for Two right after JM and the AM. So you can check that out this coming Friday, and we'll remind you as we get closer to that. And Hanukkah begins on Saturday night. And we'll be filling your week all next week with incredible music. I hope you'll be joining us starting Saturday night and all through the week of Hanukkah as we uh, give you what you need to celebrate Hanukkah in musical style. Uh, more coming up, including our by Dan Rosenstein, to close out the hour with us, a very special Chevron hour on a Chevron day here at JM in the AM. בכל מקום ובכל ארץ לא רוצה שיהיה אחרת יהודי עני זה משהו נצחי בני אברהם, יצחק ויעקב בני ישראל יפתחם
Ask me where I'm from, and I will tell you I'm a Jew, and every Jew's a proud Jew. Not just me, my sisters and my brothers never be ashamed to be a proud Jew. It's not what you've done, it's how he made you to sing the song and spread the pride around you. Yehudiani, eternally. Benny Friedman. Pretty amazing selection, huh? Hey, Mazel Tov to Aaron Yeshaya, gifter of Staten Island, celebrating birthday number 14 today. Bubby and Zadie down in Florida say, Shia, we're so proud of you and wish you a great year. Love you tons, especially love your smile. Lights up the room. A real treat to actually see you on your birthday, especially the family Simcha. May we celebrate many more together in good health. It's Bubby and Zadie, Florida. We know them as listeners, Ira and Cena, of course. Benny Friedman with Ivri Anofi. Today for us is Chevron Day. That's right, it goes beyond 9 o'clock for us. We want everyone to uh, regard this as Chevron Day at least until 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Because 2 o'clock Eastern Time is when the campaign comes to an end. That's right. And we want to make sure to get our friends of the Chevron Fund to the goal before 2 p.m. Eastern Time. That's how it works. Go to charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com slash Hebron Fund. Or go to the Chevron website, hebronfund.org. That's hebronfund.org. I'm proud to say that they are close to 210,000 at this point. 210,000 is... um, uh, is where they're hovering. It's officially 209212. Uh, actually, during this next conversation with Rabbi Dan Rosenstein, you listening right now can get us over 210,000. So go ahead, charity.com slash Hebron Fund, and do just that. And we'll watch those numbers climb as we discuss Hebron. Rabbi Dan Rosenstein is executive director of the Hebron Fund, helps us wrap up and conclude this very special hour here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Dan Rosenstein, welcome back to JM in the AM. Oh, it's so great to be back with you, Nachum. 
I mean, it would be better to be back on the other side, you know, back <laughs> in Israel, but it's okay, you know, for uh, the big mitzvah here that we're doing today, and uh, hopefully we'll be, uh, we'll be successful. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Nothing compares to you and I speaking in the holy city of Hebron, but this is a close second. Dan, you must be thrilled so far to see the reaction, and as many of these campaigns go, it's usually the last few hours where people really start coming through, so right now is a very, very exciting time. Yeah, I think people either wait for the end because they want to be part of the end or because they want to give the uh, the nonprofit a little bit of uh, stress. <laughs> but uh, now we're we're gonna we we got to make it. There's no choice. We have zchutavot. Uh, we have uh, the merit of the forefathers and mothers, and uh, and our partners are uh, so special, and uh, they should all be blessed and. Uh, I'm sure that they're going to come through. The um, we had, I mean, so we had an all-star lineup already. Yishai Fleischer, Rabbi Simcha Achbam, Yoni Bleichbard, names familiar to our audience. Incredible checking in with them, uh, you know, each time we can. Today, having all three of them on was extra special. And now you get to to really wrap up uh, this hour with us. Um, we, we've spoken about the security needs. We've spoken about the parks and recreation facilities, and just trying to make life as normal as possible for the residents and soldiers and visitors uh, to Chevron. I mean, it, it really is a remarkable balance, right? A remarkable balance that in one way you guys have the responsibility to, to fund the security needs, keep people as safe as possible, and really on the other hand, you have the responsibility to help grow the community as much as possible. Yeah, a- absolutely, absolutely. And, and I hear from people all the time, uh, you know, that they've been to Hebron before. Yeah, I was there in uh, 96 or I was there five years ago. And uh, we say to them, you know, when's the last time you visited the parents? It's time. It's time to come back. If you can't, uh, if you can't fly there, then uh, then at least uh, support the efforts. And the truth is, if you were to come around uh, Hebron now, as opposed to last year or two years ago or three years ago, you would see vast changes uh, in each of the communities. Uh, we've done uh, projects, whether it's gardens, whether it's the new observatory in Tel Ramida, whether it's the um, new uh, museum in. Uh, in the Beit Hadassah neighborhood, whether it's Olea that's in uh, Avram Avinu neighborhood, uh, halls and, and uh, uh, parks and uh, gardens and supporting the people in the community. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, last year we had to start with this, uh, this uh, charity matching campaign for, uh, for security needs, uh, and now we're continuing it this year. And I could just tell you that I've, I've seen all this in action, meaning we're not just sitting here in an office in uh, Brooklyn, uh, we live it every day in Israel, and um, and to just be able to walk around, you know, I, I get a lot of the, you know, thank yous uh, from people, from residents, from the soldiers, from the commanders, uh, from the visitors, from the tourists. But really, I, if there was a way that I could share it with uh, with with your listeners and with our donors, uh, many of whom overlap, uh, you know, really the the credit goes to them. I'm just the vehicle that. Uh, that, that that helps that helps get it done. And, yeah, and, the yeah. Co- the community effort is amazing. It really is, and you appreciate it being in the position you're in. The we're o- we're over two hundred ten thousand. I'm happy to report over two hundred ten thousand. That barrier has now been broken. Uh, for those who don't realize it, you, you got to reiterate for us: a dollar really equals four dollars today, right? Right, that's true. And we should probably take the opportunity to mention the website again. Uh, you can either go to our website, hebronfund.org, and that'll lead you to the charity website. Or you can go directly to the charity website, charity.com backslash Hebron Fund, C-H-A-R-I-D as in Dan, Y, charity.com backslash or forward slash Hebron Fund. 
uh, and then you could see how much has been donated and uh, and the goal. And you could see that uh, when you put in, you know, a dollar or you put in a hundred dollars, it shows up as uh, four hundred dollars because of the match. These generous matchers who we're so thankful to um, have challenged us uh, to get this done. And yeah. if we can come through. It'll be amazing. The $25 donor, and some might call that a modest amount, gets to walk around saying he gave 100 bucks to the Hebron Fund, and that's really that's great. Right. As simple that's as that. Right. And there are my dad, Rosenstein, is with us. We're speaking about Hebron on this Hebron day, because until 2 p.m. Eastern time, everybody who's listening right now around the world, you have till 2 p.m. Eastern time to make, th- make this a success. We don't even want to talk about what happens if you don't achieve your goal, uh, Dan, right? We don't even want to say anything. We just want... I don't think Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, uh, Sarah, Rivka, and Leah would allow us not to be successful. The only question is, in my mind, uh, is when, when they want us to, uh, hit the, when they want us to hit the, hit the goal. Hit the big number. Uh, because then we can go into a bonus round. I have some, some people that have called that said, listen, call me back. When you get close to 400, call me back. Maybe I'll, cont- maybe I'll be a matcher. Well, that's really nice. That's that's yeah. that's another we'll goal. See if we could do it, yeah, we'll another... that you know we get to that point. You know, if we can get there sooner, instead of getting there at one fifty nine p.m., you know, if we can get there sooner, you know, if, uh, I'll call them back and say, listen, you know, how much how much are you willing to match? All right, everybody out there, you have a unique opportunity now. Not only is there a goal that we want to achieve by two o'clock, but if it's reached earlier, there could be bonus time for a bonus goal, which would make this even more successful. Well, Rabbi Dan Rosenstein, to you and the entire staff at the Chevron Fund, we say God bless you. This should be a great campaign. We'll follow very closely all day long and remind our listeners all day long they should be giving and helping you achieve this goal. And the ultimate goal, of course, is for all of us to meet in Chevron and continue to have the access to Marat and to the Holy City on a regular basis. And it's because of the Chevron Fund and the amazing residents of Chevron that we're able to do that. And, and if I could just say... Sure. Um, if someone uh, doesn't have internet access and just wants to call the office, uh, there are people in the office here staffing the uh, phones, and they can call 718-677-6886 if they don't uh, have online access. Again, that number in the Hebron Fund office is 718-677-6886, and they'd be happy to take your credit card information and get you in on the matching. All right, and anybody out there who has me as a friend on Facebook, I've just posted it. You can see it. The uh, link is there, and you can go ahead to the charity.com website right now and participate. All right, Rabbi Dan Rosenstein, again, Yashikach, uh, good luck, and uh, a pleasure to be part of this amazing effort. You're the best, Nachum. Thanks so much. Rabbi Dan Rosenstein, Executive Director of the Chevron Fund. Let's make this a big success, everybody. You have all day long? No, you don't have all day long. You have till 2 p.m. Eastern time to participate. We'd prefer you participate now because if he could get, and if the Chevron Fund could get into the bonus round situation, that would be a remarkable and wonderful because they'd raise even more money in this fantastic effort. So go to hebronfund.org, hebronfund.org, or charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash Hebron Fund. Achenu Israel and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, exclusively around the world at nachomsegel.com, on the Nachomsegel Network, and of course, on the NSN app. Now, coming up next on Bite Size with Yoni Pollock, you have an opportunity to hear uh, some of our great Israel interviewers. That's right, interviewers of ours who are in Israel, hosts that are in Israel, speak with their guests. Joanna Shebsim will interview Mandy Broder of the workshop in Gush Etzion and Tova Kadecht with Ashley Perry of Reconnectar. Um, she will be speaking with Ashley 
during Bite Size as well. Bite Size with Yoni Pollock follows next till 11 o'clock. At 11, it's Avrami with the live lunch. And he'll be reminding everybody about the uh, Hevron Fund. That'll be happening with Avrami between 11 and noon. And, of course, the rest of the day brought to you uh, a wonderful music mix brought to you by our wonderful friends at Traveler's Choice. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. (laughs) 